I was fast asleep, deep in dreamland, when my dog Barney woke me up. At first, I ignored him. My eyes stung, and my alarm clock showed me that it was only 3 a.m. It was far too early for anyone to be awake, and yet he was insistent. He wasn't just barking. He was also running back and forth from the door, as if he wanted me to follow him. I eventually gave in, if only to get him to shut up so I could hurry back to bed. I almost tripped over one of his toys on the way out the door, and I just managed to steady myself when I heard something. It was faint at first, but the further down the hall I went, the louder it became. It sounded like someone was being strangled. Fear shot through my body. The only people in the house at the time were me and my little sister, Cassie. Our parents were away at a conference, and they'd warned me about locking all the doors and windows. I panicked. Had I forgotten to lock the door? Had someone snuck in? An image shot through my head, one in which my sister was being attacked by an intruder. My head told me to run back to my room and lock the door, but my heart forced me down the hall, and before I realized what I was doing, I found myself banging on the bathroom door. The door was locked, and when I banged on it, my sister went silent. All I could hear was Barney barking by my side and the wind rustling in the trees outside. It was so spooky, and I had a bad feeling. Like, when you know something horrible is about to happen. Let me in, Cassie. What's going on? Are you okay? If someone is hurting you, I'll call the police. I'll do it. I'll call them right now. My heart was thumping in my chest, and I waited for someone to reply. Oh, please, don't let there be someone in there with her, I prayed. Lola, go away. I'm fine. I just feel a bit sick. Please go back to bed, my sister replied. Then I heard her cry, like the crying that vibrates throughout your whole body before turning into a scream. No, I couldn't just leave her in there like that. Even if there was someone in there hurting her, I had to save her. She was my little sister. I took a few steps back and then ran towards the door, bashing it with my hip. It didn't budge. The doors in our house were old, but I knew that if I pushed it enough, it would open. I threw myself against it with all my weight, and suddenly the door burst open. I fell onto the ground, catching my fall with my hands. Well, there was no one in there with my sister. It was just her. I gasped. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. She was squatting on the floor, her face bright red, and then I looked up at her more closely, and that's when I saw it. A bump. My sister was pregnant. In fact, not only was she pregnant, she was giving birth right in front of me. Cassie, wh what's going on? I stammered. She didn't reply. She just looked at me and let out a blood curling scream. The baby was clearly on the way. What was I supposed to do? I realized I was still sitting on the ground where I'd fallen, so I scrambled across to her and reached out for her hand. She was gripping onto the bath, and her contractions were coming in fast. I was absolutely clueless. I'd only ever seen this happen in movies. How had this happened to her? Let me just add that I didn't even know Cassie had a boyfriend. We weren't exactly the kind of sisters that told each other everything. In fact, we, we were pretty distant. It hadn't always been this way, though. When we were little girls, 
<laughs> we were inseparable. Cassie was the little baby sister I'd always dreamed about. And because our parents worked so much, we looked out for each other. Without even realizing, I'd adopted a kind of motherly role towards her, always doing her hair and helping her with her homework. Our mom and dad were both big shot lawyers who devoted almost all their time to work. When we were really young, we didn't mind so much. We had each other, and that was all that mattered to us. But when I was about 10 years old, I decided my little sister was annoying. I didn't want her to go everywhere with me anymore. I had my own friends, and it wasn't cool to be seen with an 8-year-old hanging onto my arm at all times. So one day, she tried to get into my room when my best friend was over, and I shouted at her. I told her to leave me alone and find her own friends. Well, that ended up being one of the worst days of our life. Cassie ran away, and I felt completely irresponsible. We ended up finding her in a field later that evening, hiding behind a haystack. She was crying and shivering, saying she didn't want to come home unless her mom stopped working so much. I hadn't really thought about it up until then, just how much our parents worked. We had a babysitter, and that seemed the norm to us. That whole day, I'd thought she'd run away because of my comment, but really, that was just the breaking point. She'd run away for attention, and that was just the start of it. She pretty much went off the rails after that. She was caught smoking behind the science department at school when she was only 12. And then, when she was 14, she got suspended from school for cheating on an exam. She'd always been such a sweet kid, but even I could see that the amount our parents worked was affecting her. I mean, I felt it too, but for some reason, I just accepted it. And now, here we were, Cassie about to push out a baby. I knew it wasn't the right time to ask her how on earth she'd got herself into this situation, and why she'd kept it from us. Actually, how had I not noticed? Suddenly, I felt guilty. Had I been so caught up in my own world that I failed to notice she was pregnant? Honestly, who can hide a baby bump for nine months? Seeing her here now, squatting on the floor like that, I realized she was massive, like a whale. I didn't want to leave her, but I had to get my phone. We needed to call an ambulance. When I got up to leave, she started crying and asked me to stay. She said she was scared and didn't want to be alone any longer. I told her the ambulance would be here in no time, and that's when she started bawling her eyes out, begging me not to call one. Was she joking? We needed a doctor here ASAP. I got up to leave. I, I needed to make that call, but it was too late. She let out a scream that sent shivers up my spine, and that's when I realized the baby was on its way. In fact, it was already coming out. And that's how I ended up delivering my little sister's baby on our bathroom floor. I won't go into the gory details, but let's just say I don't ever want to do that again. Keep in mind, the whole time this was going on, Barney was bouncing around, barking like a maniac. I went to call an ambulance, and while I was on my way to get my phone, I heard a knock at the door. It was the middle of the night. Who could it be? It's not like this night could get any worse. So I ran down to open it. Standing there were two policemen, and they could clearly see something was up. I had blood on my hands and sweat all over my face, 
and I wasn't even the one who'd given birth. It definitely looked like a murder scene. They asked if everything was okay, and then I explained. They were relieved and immediately called an ambulance for us. Turns out our neighbors had heard screams and called the police. No wonder they were relieved. Although I wasn't. At that moment in time, I didn't know what was better, an intruder or this surprise baby. We got to the hospital, and casting the baby got cleaned up. Only when we were safely in the hospital room did I realize the extent of what had just happened. My sister was a mom. I now had a baby nephew. It was just all so surreal. One thing was for sure, our parents would go mental when they find out. Cassie dozed off, but I just sat there, my head aching with it all. In the morning, Cassie finally had enough energy to tell me what was going on. She could barely look at me as she told me. A year ago, she'd started dating a guy from another school. He was a bit of a rebel, and she'd said she'd only been drawn to him because she wanted to upset her parents. She did it for attention, and getting pregnant had been a complete accident. She wouldn't tell me who the guy was, even when I demanded to know his name. She just said it was all a big mistake and that the guy was bad news and that he didn't even know she'd been pregnant. It hadn't even crossed my mind. I mean, looking back, I could see that over the past year she'd been particularly distant with me, but, but then I assumed it was just because we both had a lot going on with school and friends and stuff, like typical teenage stuff. Never in a million years would I have ever guessed she could have been pregnant. I asked her what she wanted to do. Our parents would obviously find out, especially because she was only 16. I doubted the hospital we'd even discharge her without our parents' permission. Oh, she was going to be in deep trouble. What happened next really surprised me. Cassie said she had secretly been planning to give the baby up for adoption so that no one would ever find out. I was shocked. I mean, it was probably the most realistic thing to do in this situation, but looking at my nephew all curled up in his little blanket, if it was my baby, I don't think I could bear it. But she was serious. She said that she had the official papers ready and that there were already a few families interested, and it was as good as a done deal. I didn't understand how she could do this. After breakfast, a nurse came in and told my sister that she had one hour left with her son, and then he would be taken to the nursery room to wait for his new adoptive parents. What? How could all this happen so fast? My sister looked numb. After the nurse left the room, the magnitude of what she was about to do hit her, and it hit her like a ton of bricks. She was inconsolable. I held her as she cried and cried. She didn't say it, but... But I could tell she regretted what was about to happen. It's true what they say. When you hold your newborn baby, there's no going back. It's, it's like an instant kind of love. I felt so sorry for my sister. I wish I could have done something to help her. After they took the baby away, after they took the baby away, my sister looked like she'd just lost a part of herself. She cried all day and all of the next night, gripping onto the blanket we'd put him in on the way to the hospital. The only thing, the only thing she said that whole day was, I regret it, Lola. 
I want him back. He's my baby. Please, please help me. I don't think I can live without him. I couldn't stand seeing her like this. I had to get her baby back, whatever it took.